Hello, and welcome to the Financial Emancipation Podcast. I'm your host, Malik Branch, and this is a daily podcast discussing the ways in which you can walk towards your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. If you haven't already done so, head on over to Instagram and follow me at Financial Emancipation. Follow me on Twitter at FIN Emancipation. Follow me on Facebook and join the Facebook group there at Financial Emancipation. And if you have any questions, feel free to send me an email at financialemancipation at gmail.com. So today is Thursday. I'm going to take it a little bit like a throwback Thursday. I'm thinking of having one of these weekly to kind of go back to the fundamentals. Um, Because this podcast is daily, meaning Monday through Friday, basically five episodes a week at 10 minutes, we're basically taking almost an hour of the week to discuss a variety of topics about your finances and getting financially free. So there are some, it's a lot of content. So I understand that. And at some point I'll be considering the model and how we, how I provide the content, whether it's the continuous of the 10 minutes every day or condensing it, I'll continue to evolve as a, as a podcast, but it's a lot of content, right? And because the episodes are broken down um, by, you know, 10 minutes, 10 minutes, we're up to episode probably 40, I think, oh my goodness, I think we're at episode 44 today. So because of that, it, it seems like a, it's a lot of content. And so there are things and topics that maybe you may have missed because it may be episode four um, if you're just listening. And so I'm going to take some opportunities to kind of go back to some fundamental issues, issues that or, or topics that I think are critical to continuing to walk towards your financial emancipation and issues where I think or topics that I think are critical and need to be reiterated as so that we do not forget the basic fundamentals of how to walk towards your financial freedom. And so I did that a little bit last week by going over the five ways to walk towards your financial freedom. And today I'm going to do that by discussing a very critical and poignant, and if you've been listening to me long enough, you know what topic this is, which is a topic of you don't deserve it if you can't afford it. So again, this statement Again, I've made the statement in front of people. I have said it to people at workshops, at talks. Um, we had a brunch. I said it to people. And it always gets a very similar visceral reaction. People kind of step back. They're like, what do you mean by that? And it, it, it's something that I'm glad it gets that impact. I'm glad it gets that response because it is startling. It's something that not enough people talk about. And it's not something that gets said enough in the most clearest fashion. You do not deserve anything that you can't afford because emotions play heavy in finances. And whether whether we're at the phase yet in our finances where we can admit how much our emotions play a role, there's emotions, there's a mindset, there's ways in which we kind of have beliefs, um, things that we know or understand about money that play a role into how money, how we act out money in our lives. Those things come from our childhood. They come from um, societal things. They come from outside forces and those in the house that we grew up in. And they come from these ways in which we dis- we believe what we believe about money, how, what we believe money does, meaning how it adds to our personal value and the need that we have to demonstrate our personal value through money or material things. Um, so that the the emotions and the mindset wrapped around money it's very clear and evident. Most people think they understand it, except when you get to the part of what people deserve. And so um, we could talk about vacation is a big one. People say, I work hard. I deserve a vacation. 
you cannot afford the vacation, you do not deserve it. And the reason that I say that you don't deserve things that you can afford, you can't afford, is not because I want to be cruel or dismiss it to your needs, desires, and wants. That is not the case. The reason I say that is because when you do things that you cannot afford, you are not rewarding yourself. You are cheating yourself. You are putting yourself in a financial bind that will be detrimental to your effort to get financially free. And without financial freedom, there is no way of prosperity in this life until you are financially free. Financially free does not mean rich. Financially free does not even mean earning a lot of money. Financially free just means that you are released from the burden of your finances, that your money is not crushing you. Your money, lack thereof, the way you spend, any of those things, your financial life is not crushing you and crushing your ability to live whatever version of life you want to live. Everyone's life does not cost $200,000 a year, $2 million a year. Everyone's life doesn't cost that. Some people's lives cost $65,000 a year and they will be happy, financially free, living in a good space, have a savings, have a retirement. They will have all of these things and they will have financial freedom. That is the essential critical thing here. Not that you can use money and use your finances to fill holes and, and meet impulsive needs in the moment because your long-term financial freedom will be put into detriment. It will be detrimental to your long-term financial freedom. So when I say you don't deserve anything that you can't afford, it is an effort to take out the fact that you think you deserve. Because when you say deserve, deserve is tapping into an emotional thing. Deserve is getting into something that has nothing to do with your actual finances. Deserve is a lie that you're telling yourself to justify actions that your mind, your logical mind will tell you are not good. One plus one is going to always be two, no matter which way you slice it. But when you insert deserve, meaning an emotional feeling that says you are requ you require something based on work that you've done or based on something you've done, you now can change the equation in your logical mind that one plus one will equal three. You will believe that and you will move forward as if that is the truth. And when that happens, one plus one never equals three, no matter what you do. So even though you have told yourself that and you made yourself believe that one plus one equals three, eventually one plus one equaling two will come back to you. And when it does, you will suffer. You will suffer a consequence because there's no way you can do things you can't afford and not suffer a consequence. It may not be immediate. It may not be right now. So you may get to enjoy that thing that you think you deserve, but you will in fact be hit with the consequence of doing something that you cannot afford. And usually, usually that happens and comes at a time that is the most inconvenient for you. And that is why I tell people you do not deserve anything you cannot afford because you do not deserve to live that that consequence at the end. That is not, and again, the thought process does not go beyond that. It stays in the, in the point of, I deserve a vacation, I work hard. But you work hard, you deserve financial freedom. You work hard, you deserve peace of mind. So you need to do actions and commit things and commit to a process of habits and ways in which you handle your finances so that you can have peace of mind. And then you can make decisions about whether or not you choose to go on vacation with the money you have, or you choose to buy this with the money you have. You make choices. But when you consistently tell yourself that you deserve things that you cannot afford, when you consistently convince yourself that one plus one equals three, you are consistently putting yourself in a position where you will have to pay for that later. And later will never be worth it. It won't be worth it. So when you say to yourself, I deserve a vacation, go on a vacation you can't afford. Later on, when the credit card debt is 
beating you across your head and it is drowning. You are drowning in credit card debt. You will not still feel the gratification of that vacation. And people say, oh, well, I did it. I got to do it. It doesn't matter. No, it does matter. And the reason it matters, we have to learn to be as serious about it mattering. It does matter because later on, when you have so much credit card debt that you cannot get an apartment or you cannot get a house or you meet a man or woman who you love and you guys try to go forward and move forward to those goals you have and you can't because you are the dead weight because your finances are so jacked up that you can't do anything. They can't even put your name on the house because your credit is so bad. And all it, it does come back to. And at that point, I guarantee you, you will not be able to remember the thing that you deserved back when you put it on your credit and you could not afford it and you couldn't pay the credit card bill and now you're in this position. I guarantee you will not be able to pinpoint the one thing that did that and how much you deserved it at the time. That impulse, that need, that desire is short term. It is very much something that will only feed you in the moment and it will never ever be worth what you will have to pay later. And so that is an important thing I want you to understand as to why I say something that sounds very harsh, but I say it all the time and I will continue to say it because I do not believe that you deserve financial burden. I do not believe you deserve to be held back by your finances. So that, so to that end, I know for sure, for certain that you do not deserve anything that you can't afford because whenever you can't afford it, you're going to lead to harming, hurting, or hindering your financial emancipation, your financial freedom. And that is all I want for everyone is to be financially free. And so you will continue to hear me say it. I will continue to reiterate it. And it will continue to be true about one plus one is always going to equal two. And whenever you find yourself trying to do math that is not one plus one equaling two, know that you're about to be in serious trouble. Don't do it. Stick to what you can afford. Plan ahead. Make plans. Make you choose saving habits so that you can do the things you want and you will live through freedom. You will not have to look back and say, damn, I knew one plus one equal two, but I still went with it thinking it equal three. And now I put myself in a disaster. So that was a little fundamental that we wanted to go back to. It's just one of the things as part of getting towards your financial emancipation that I will always hone in on. And I think we'll continue to do that as we go through the weeks ahead. Just kind of going back and reminding, reminding ourselves of the fundamentals. So if you haven't already done so, please head on over to Instagram and follow me at Financial Emancipation. Follow me on Twitter at FIN Emancipation and follow me on Facebook. Please go ahead onto Facebook and join the Facebook group. It is a really, it's a really fascinating group. We're having great conversations, some fun, some serious. It's really great, a great group. And if you're listening to this um, podcast on iTunes, please sit, go ahead and rate, review, subscribe. Um, and join, and join us, join the, the, the movement and share, share so that other people can be part of this journey towards financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. Thank you so much for listening today. And I hope you'll be back tomorrow as we continue to discuss this. Thank you so much and have a great day.